food, family, community, gardening, whatever. We call it Sidecar. If it has to do with the rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. I am your host and bestie, Jen Coleslaw, coming to you from the soulless suburbs of Northern Virginia. And I have to say, my voice is not great still, but hopefully you can, you can hear what I'm saying. Hello, my friends. I am about two-thirds of the way through my recovery of my schnoop boop surgery, also known as deviated septum surgery, which honestly has been really difficult, painful, and uncomfortable. And between that and the state of the world and the fact that I can't do anything in the garden when we are literally having the most lovely weather of the past 15 years, I am definitely a handful of feelings these days. None of them good, most of them angry, Lots of them sad and some resentful. So this will probably be a short one, but we do have some important stuff to go over. A little housekeeping note, I am still slowly moving the old sidecar episodes over to the new sidecar feed. For a while, I will post the sidecar episodes there and on the Two Chocolate Cakes feed, but please do make sure you're following the sidecar podcast with Jen Coleslaw going forward because once I start uploading new episodes of Two Chocolate Cakes, I will just delete the sidecar episodes once they are moved. Don't get left behind. If you'd like to support the content, which may just seem like me running my mouth for 20 minutes, but is actually a fair amount of writing and some research every week, you can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash twochocolatecakes. It's all one word. Patreons do get special missives both digitally and by snail mail and pictures and access to the recipe box. Okay, let's go. First up, it is coming up on the end of the month, and I know that you know that I know that you know what that means. On Wednesday, the 31st of May, you gotta prep for Rabbit Rabbit. I'm serious. I suggest you do what I do. Make a calendar reminder either on your phone or on your smartwatch for any time after midnight on the first of the month so that if you pick up your phone to check the time, you see that you have a notification for Rabbit Rabbit, and then you say, oh, hey, Rabbit Rabbit, and you can go back to sleep for a bit. I think those of you who make a point of telling me that you forgot to do it are really just trying to vex me, and it's working, and it's safe to say, I don't like it one bit. Okay, at the farmer's market. I haven't been going out much um, because I'm still a bit of a hot mess. Um, I went out to this Thursday's market for more strawberries, which are now $55 a case. So that will be the last case I buy this season. I have three cases, which I think is 36 pints or maybe 24 quarts. Anyway, I already, (coughs) excuse me, cleaned and 
um, cleaned them and they're in the freezer. So I'm ready to make some strawberry jam and strawberry sauce. When Ben and I first started making jam together, we made this really great strawberry habanero jam. We called it strabanero. So it may be time to resurrect that. I am not a big fan of hot jams, uh, but other people like it. And so I'm happy to make it for them. We haven't tried the pressure canner yet, but we've both had a lot on our plates with work and now with Rufus and his needs and health stuff. And so I'm sure that once he's on crate rest with his heartworm medicine, we'll be able to try canning something like chicken soup or maybe my spaghetti sauce. If you pressure can something, let me know what it is. This is my first foray into low acid canning. Early peaches should be showing up in the next few weeks at the market, and I'm pretty excited about that. Plus, raspberries and outside versus hothouse tomatoes. Oh, and pickling cukes should be turning up um, at the farmer's market. I've actually already gotten one out of my own garden. Before I even planted the plant, I had a, a perfectly good-sized pickling cuke. And I'll buy a few pounds of them to make relish. I don't know. We'll see. I always have these great plants, but I have very little follow-through. I'm really an idea person. I need someone to follow along behind me and do all the things I come up with, all of the harebrained schemes. Uh, I still have to get about 100 flower and herb plants into pots as soon as I can exert some energy and work with my nose facing down, which is probably not for another week or maybe two weeks. Ben did get most of the tomatoes and the hot pepper plants into the garden last week, which was a great relief. And if I can just sit outside and plant without facing down too much, I might be able to get pots of flowers and herbs done this weekend. We'll see. Oh, speaking of garden, Ben got me two big fat yellow butterfly bushes for me down in the Richmond area when he drove me down for a meeting. I guess it was the week before Mother's Day. Uh, I have a good place for one of them, which is in front of the greenhouse, but I'm not sure where I will plant the second one. They're in like five gallon buckets, so they're really big. I'm very excited. Uh, we still need to order a bunch of soil and fill for the front where the big dig was, and we haven't gotten around to that yet, so I haven't planted anything out front because whatever we do there will just get <coughs> buried or messed up when we finally get the fresh soil. In other news, Catherine is coming to the area for a visit. Her home base will be at Alex's, which is just a little less than an hour away, but I'm sure we'll see plenty of her, and I'm very excited. This is a hard time of year for all of us. Tomorrow, the 27th, is the 11th anniversary of losing Dad, and next Friday, June 2nd, is the second anniversary of losing Gordy, my stepfather. I had very different relationships with both of them, but I miss them both every day, and when I wonder how it is that they're gone and someone like Henry Kissinger is still kicking it, I get mad and resentful. I am, however, so grateful I didn't lose Catherine after Dad died, but I'm not so sure my mother is ever going to come back from wherever she is after Gordy died. And to be honest, and I know this is horrible, I, I might be done trying to pull her back. Okay, so in dog news, Waffles and Rufus Doofus Big Red Floofus have been spending all their time together and only occasionally have dust-ups. In fact, just before I went to uh, record this, I went to put some laundry in and uh, Rufus and Waffles were both on the dog couch together. Just hanging out. Not cuddling yet, but just hanging out. 
Uh, a reminder to newbies that Waffles is a 30-pound beagle who doesn't know how to play, and Rufus is a 75-pound golden retriever who is really just a gigantic coiled spring most of the time. Rufus and Clown Shoes also spend a lot of time wrestling. That cat comes upstairs, and he is just stiff with dog slobber. It's like somebody used, like, uh, like, like punk rock hair stuff all over him, but it's just dried dog slobber. Rufus has gone through a few soft stuffies, rest in peace, sheep squeaky toy, and one crinkly yellow duck, but generally is pretty easy on his toys. He is still super reactive on his leash, which makes walking a challenge still. He is a little more than halfway through his month of antibiotics, which weaken the adult heartworms and make it a lot easier when he gets his big heartworm shot. Uh, we are looking at starting those big heartworm shots around the first week of July. He has gotten super fussy with his food, though, and there seems to be these ever-changing rules about what he'll eat, when he'll eat, how much he'll eat, and what activities need to happen before he'll eat. He is absolutely the least treat-motivated dog I've ever run across, so that might make training for better behavior a challenge. We'll have to see. And finally, in other household news, I am looking to put up some pride flags, but I really want one that says everyone belongs here except white nationalists, white supremacists, and fascists. And I haven't found a flag like that yet. Let me know if you find one. I might have to actually make it myself. And I totally don't want to go down this road on my first podcast back from surgery, but this debt ceiling stuff is a big deal. If you have friends and family who still think this is about budget negotiations and reducing spending and, well, we don't, you know, overspend in our household, that is some ignorant bullshit. Do not let them continue to spout that nonsense. The absolute global financial catastrophe that will befall all of us, you have no idea how bad it will be. I am seriously afraid of what will happen at the end of next week, not just because of the default, but of what the centrist Dems like Joe Biden will trade away on the backs of too many Americans with the terrorists that are these right-wing fascists in the House. I, I do not understand why we negotiate with terrorists. Okay. <sighs> Food holidays for the end of the month. Today is National Blueberry Cheesecake Day, and it is Cherry Dessert Day. Two thumbs up for both of those. It is also, in a stunning example of cognitive dissonance, Road Trip Day and Death Busters Day, which is a day to call awareness to the fact that there are so many fatal traffic accidents on Memorial Day weekend. I'll let you think about that one for a second. Saturday is Great Popsicle Day, as well as National Sunscreen Day. Now, just in case you eat the popsicle, but you wear the sunscreen. Sunday is National Brisket Day. Maybe I can tuck Ben into smoking one in the smoker or putting one in the slow cooker. We haven't had a brisket in a long time. It's also National and International Hamburger Day. Hooray! I love hamburgers. I think my favorite kinds are the ones you get at fairs and carnivals with super melty slice of cheese and the bun has kind of been steamed so it's a little damp. And you've had such a great day at the fair all day or night, and you're so hungry, you'll eat just about anything. There was this Lions Club canteen that used to come to our Earth Day event every year. And hand to God, those cheeseburgers that they made were always life-sustaining after that long day. And they were like $1.25. 
I miss those people. I worry about organizations like Lions Club because there aren't any young people taking up the mantle. And all those folks are aging out. Anyway, Monday, May 29th is Memorial Day. And I know I need to remind people yet again that Memorial Day is the day we honor people who, while serving in the military, died in the line of duty. Veterans Day is when we honor people who served in the military, whether they're dead or alive. Decoration Day is what Memorial Day used to be called, and despite what the right wing would have you believe, was actually started by formerly enslaved persons who decorated the graves of Union soldiers in southern states just after the end of the Civil War. It was in the late 60s and 70s that the United States government made Memorial Day a thing for all wars and all members of the military who died in action, and that's why there are mattress and car sales now. Yay. It's also Learn About Composting Day, and what a better time to learn about composting than at a family cookout. More than one-third of our household waste is food waste that could be composted instead of thrown away in a landfill or an incinerator. We try to compost most of our food waste here in our household. No dairy or meat, though, because a backyard composter will not get hot enough for that. But if you live in a community that offers curbside industrial composting, I highly recommend taking advantage of it. It's also Coco Vade, which is chicken cooked in wine for such a long time that the chicken just falls off the bone. And it's always what we ordered at when our French club went out to lunch at the one French restaurant, which I'm pretty sure was actually named Coco Vin in our area, which is actually where my mom lives now. I think I have had enough Coco Vin as a result to last an entire lifetime, uh, but it's still a good enough meal. I just don't think that I would... Um, order it out when there are other delicious things to eat on the French menu. It's also National Biscuit Day in the UK, and the picture on my calendar clearly shows a peanut butter cookie, so let's just call it an audible and say it's peanut butter cookie day. And speaking of our friends in the UK, it is also Rolling Cheese Day in Gloucestershire, where a large wheel of double Gloucester cheese is rolled down a hill and everyone runs after it and the person who manages to not break all the bones in their body and reaches the cheese first, or last, wins it. It looks like so much fun, she said, cringing in pain. Tuesday, May 30th, is Hug Your Cat Day, which, as you know, is every day here, but let me know if you need me to make a cat available to you for hugging so you can comply with this day. I would hate for you to miss out. It's also Mint Julep Day, which is not a drink I care for, mostly because it's bourbon-based, but I probably would love being a bartender at a mint julep party, just making them for everybody else. Wednesday, the 31st of May, is Macaroons Day, and I think this might be specific to the coconut ones, but here's the thing. You can have whichever ones you want. I like coconut and almond ones, and I also like macarons, which are not the same thing at all, but it's the last day of May, so you can do whatever you want. It's also World Otter Day and World Parrot Day, definitely not for eating, and it's World Tobacco Day, and let me just say this about that. My father was able to kick heroin opiates in the form of pills and alcohol over the course of his life, but he was never able to quit smoking, and he tried. So if you're a person in my audience who quit smoking, good for you, good work, I'm proud of you. And if you're a person who still smokes but tries to quit, it's hard. I have mad respect for folks who were able to quit smoking. I was fortunate not to ever start, so I didn't ever need to quit, and I wish everyone out there 
who are trying to quit all my love and strength, and I'd love to hear how you're doing and how we can all support you in that effort. Okay. Break time for Rabbit, Rabbit, Rabbit. Now, on to June month-long holidays. June has a few goodies. It's National Candy Month. Woohoo! National Dairy Month. You know what that means. That means ice cream and ice custard, uh, frozen custard all the time. It's National Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month. Farmer's Markets. It's National Ice Tea Month. Make mine sweet, please. It's National Papaya Month. You know, we don't get a lot of papaya here on the East Coast, but in Hawaii, you just get one sliced in half, and then you eat it with a spoon, and it's so delicious. It's also National Seafood Month, and yay for all of you who love seafood, but that's not me. And it's also National Turkey Lovers Month, and I do love turkey, but I feel like June is such a weird month for that. Like, how about November? I'm really reluctant to turn the oven on all day to roast a turkey in June, but it doesn't mean I won't. Maybe we'll smoke a turkey breast. I bought Ben one of those green egg smokers uh, thing, whatever those things are called, for our anniversary several years ago. And we used it steadily for about a year, and then we kind of fell off using it. But now we've been thinking about it again. In fact, we smoked um, a pork butt like two weeks ago, and it took forever. So I, we need to get back uh, figuring out how that works. I mean, it was fine. It just took like 77 hours. Anyway, Thursday, June 1 is hazelnut cake day, which sounds like something I wouldn't really like because I'm not a fan of hazelnuts. Um, so if you also don't like hazelnuts, let's make it hummingbird cake day or maybe another carrot cake day or white almond cake day. Any one of those will be fine. It's also National Olive Day, and I never really cared for black olives. I mean, they're fine. If they're on a pizza or something, I won't pick them out. If they're really in anything, I won't pick them out. Um, but I love green olives so much. In fact, green olives are one of the secret ingredients in my spaghetti sauce. I use them and roasted red pepper to cut the acid from all the tomatoes. Delish. It's also National Pen Pal Day, and I'd like to give a shout out to World Magazine for matching up me and Bev back in 1970-something when we were just wee babes, finding each other almost 40 years later and spending a month together in Wales three years, four years ago. She's my oldest childhood friend now, and she's a grandmother to darling Teddy, and she's recently started knitting the most adorable sweaters for that child. And let me tell you, I have never mastered a sweater. I don't think I could handle a sleeve. It's, it'd be too much for me. I can't wait to figure out when I can go back for another visit. I miss my ginger cat boyfriend Cromwell so much. Friday is Donut Day, which honestly will be an everyday holiday for me. Even when I don't eat donuts every day, I'm certainly thinking about donuts every day. And I think I've told you that my favorite are this, this little place called Texas Donuts, which is a three-location chain here in Northern Virginia where they have very few stunt donuts, because you know how I feel about stunt donuts, and they fill their donuts to order. So they have a chocolate frosted shell, and then you can have it filled with Bavarian cream or uh, raspberry or strawberry or lemon. And then they also have a glazed shell, and that one filled with lemon or strawberry are definitely my favorite. But they have regular, good-tasting regular donuts, too, just chocolate-frosted or maple-glazed or glaze-glazed or pink-frosted, like a strawberry-frosted with sprinkles. Those are always so cheerful. Anyway, 
Friday is also Rocky Road Ice Cream Day, which is chocolate ice cream with nuts and sometimes chocolate chips and, of course, marshmallows. It is not my favorite, but it's okay if that's what other people like. Like, I don't have to like everything that other people like. It's also Rotisserie Chicken Day, and I do love those, but I have a lot of unresolved feelings about the number of chickens that grocery stores and places like Costco go through. So I also like a sustainably and locally farmed chicken that I can roast myself and I can feel a lot better about. I recognize that buying a chicken from the farmer's market at a much more expensive price, um, because that's actually what it costs, is a privilege that I can afford. And someday we'll get into the factory food thing, but today is not that day. Saturday, June 3rd, is National Egg Day, and I've been so lucky to be able to get my eggs now from my colleagues at the animal hospital. I go through a lot of eggs because I make quiches, although technically they're frittatas because they don't have a crust, and that way they're gluten-free for one of the doctors. Um, and I usually make between two and six for the clinic, and I was going through a few dozen eggs every week or so in this economy. So now I get 18 eggs every week or so, which really helps out. I've offered to pay for the eggs, but folks are happy to take it in trade of prepared foods. Finally, Sunday, June 4th is Applesauce Cake Day. I am a big fan, but I don't make it enough, and I should probably change that. It's such a good breakfast thing. It's also National Cheese Day, and I love cheese as long as it doesn't have blue in it. And if I had to pick my number one favorite cheese, I would probably say a nice sharp cheddar because it's so versatile. But I also like those soft French and Italian cheeses like Camembert and Brie and Bel Paese. And when I was in Bulgaria with Ben on a work trip, we had the most delicious country cheeses there too. I was honestly surprised at how much I love the food in Bulgaria. And it's National Frozen Yogurt Day. Now, I don't love frozen yogurt as much as I love frozen custard and ice cream, but it's still a nice treat. And finally, it's National Cognac Day, which is a thing I don't drink, so you can have all of mine. Okay, people, that is about it for food holidays. I hope you've been able to hear me with my crazy squeaky voice, which hopefully will turn back into my regular voice once I'm all healed. And I hope that for the next few days, you hold a little space for me and my sister Catherine as we remember our wonderful but flawed father who loved us so much and never wanted to leave us. And not a day goes by that I don't wonder what he'd think about all the things that have happened in the last 11 years in this country. Big things and little things. In some ways, I'm glad he's not here to see what his Republican Party, which, by the way, he left long before his death, has turned into. Until next time, three things to contemplate. If you don't hear from me next week, I'm going to join that pod of killer whales attacking boats in Spain and Portugal. Rabbit, 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 Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Do not forget, I'm serious. And you are absolutely entitled to your own opinions, but you are not entitled to your own facts. See you next time.